Welcome to the Christian Politics Podcast, brought to you by the For Youth, By Youth Productions. This podcast is designed to discuss modern issues through the lens of the Bible. Welcome back to the Christian Politics Podcast, episode number 13. We are excited to wrap up 2020, uh, a crazy year, a fun year. Uh, We're going to be talking about some topics today. We don't have an interview. Uh, We're just going to be hitting some highlights, so it shouldn't be a too terribly long episode today. So we hope you listen to all of it. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, remember to share it. Remember to uh, let other people know it on social media. Um, and uh, just let us know what you're thinking, what you're feeling. We've got a great lineup for next year um, already in production, and so we are excited about what's going on. And so we're going to jump right into the episode today. We're going to begin talking about uh, – we're going to actually do our episode a little bit different today. We're going to flip our episode on the on, on its head. We're going to do the religious topic first, um, and then we're going to review the top 10 news articles of 2020. Briefly talk about them just to let you know the craziness of what is going on. And so starting out, we're going to talk about uh, the Supreme Court case that just was handed down by our Supreme Court justices. This was uh, it, it was a ruling of the Roman Catholic Diocese versus um, Brooklyn, which would be Como, uh, Cuomo. Uh, this was brought by the Catholic Church and the Jewish congregation. Um, and this was brought in by 5-4, which was a um, was a five for this um, lawsuit against the the New York. So this is handed down by our Supreme Court justices, and the fifth one would the one that that voted the fifth one would have been Amy Coney Barrett. And so that will we'll talk about that today in our later on. Uh, but it was exciting to see that the Supreme Court is still valuing religion, still valuing the freedom of our religion, um, and they said that it was they were no longer going to allow the New York House to be subject to any fixed number of restrictions. Um, And so now we are in this time where the Supreme Court has made this ruling. And so now the other states are, in essence, talking about this and having to, uh, they have a precedent now to go by. So, Bryson, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's important to uh, note that, like you said, Amy Coney Barrett was sort of that deciding vote. So when we talked about her several months ago, that sort of proves how important that was uh, at that time, I'm assuming the one that they say the courts are six to three, but I'm, I mean, it was five to four. I'm assuming John Roberts voted against it. Yeah, John Roberts was the fourth that voted against it. Um, but it's, it's good to see that, I mean, with Amy Coney Barrett in there, we're still valuing uh, religious uh, liberties. And so I think it's a good thing. And now see, we'll see where we go from there moving forward. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, we see that uh, this is a case that it was brought up even earlier this year. Um, and it was five for the opposite way. Um, and so it's good to see that they are talking through this um, and talking about this. So uh, it's good that we are seeing some progress in our religious freedom, uh, even in the Catholic and the uh, Jewish religion now. Um, and that, that stems all the way down to Muslims and Christians. And anyone now is going to have the freedom to uh, be able to worship Uh, however they see fit. Our next topic we're going to talk about is just a headline news right now, and it's our Pfizer vaccine that is going to be hitting the shelves. Um, I just read a report showing that North Carolina, which is where we're at, is going to be getting um, shipments as early as Monday, the 14th. And uh, they said once they get their shipments, it typically takes between 24 and 48 hours for the FDA to approve it 
um, being distributed to people. And so that's pretty exciting. Uh, that's going to help. Uh, I read a great report by a doctor that was shared on Facebook um, that was showing the um, effectiveness of it. They did a placebo trial of a group of people that didn't get it and a group of people that did, and their infection rate was going up until they gave the group that got the, the vaccine and they flatlined. And the group that didn't get it can, can continue to get sick and their numbers continue to go up. Um, and so that's a great report we're seeing there. Uh, Bryson had some other information as far as um, some some people are wanting to go out, some people are wanting to stay here. Uh, what's your thoughts, Bryson? What did you hear about that? Yeah, well, we talked sort of last week, I believe it was, about um, Boris Johnson over there in the U.K., and um, how they're, they've already approved it to be um, distributed uh, in the U.K. And um, an interesting stance here in America, there's uh, certain Democrats, not all, but uh, of the vast majority are, are saying uh, that they think it's a good idea to go ahead and send this uh, vaccine out to be available to the rest of the world, whereas across the aisle with the Republicans and conservatives, you have them wanting to keep the vaccine uh, sort of a domestic thing uh, sort of fix the problem here in the U.S. before we send it out to uh, these other countries so that way I mean you know we can solve the problem here in America and then be able to go out and help these other countries. Yeah and throughout this entire pandemic America has been helping all the other countries. We have been uh, when when the manufacturing companies shut down uh, their car productions. What did we do? We turned around. We started making ventilators, yeah. and we sent those ventilators all across the world. And, and we began helping China. We began helping Germany and France and Italy and and all these other countries. We were providing for them because we care about the the whole world. But there does come a point where we have to look and say, our people are dying. We've got to help our people. Um, and not saying that the rest of the world's not going to get this vaccine. But we've got to look at us first and and be able to prioritize, okay, we've got some nurses and some EMS workers and some elderly people in nursing homes that need this vaccine. And so let's begin helping them out. And, and then as, as things begin to slow down, then we can help the rest of the world. But right now we've got to, I think we've got to close um, our thought capacity on our world, which is in America first right now. Um, and then go from there. That's that's sort of my thought too. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. So right now we're going to go ahead and transition to the next topic, and this will be the last thing we're going to talk about today. Uh, but we're going to be talking from the New York Post dot com. Uh, the they they put a list out of some major events, and we're going to hit the top ten events um, in our world. Some are not just in America. Some are across the globe. Um, and we're going to begin discussing these just a little bit. We'll hit them, give some of our thoughts, maybe our condolences to families, whatever it may be. And uh, we'll continue to go through this pretty quickly. And then we'll be done with our episode today. So, Bryson, go ahead with our first one. Well, we're going to start with a one that's really just a terrible one for everybody. It was the death of Kobe Bryant back in uh, on January 26th of 2020. And um, obviously he died in a helicopter crash uh, which uh, his daughter was among those killed in the crash and the pilot. I don't think there were any survivors of the of the uh, the accident, but that was really a sad thing. Um, just at the start of the year, that was really before all this other stuff started. But James, yeah, that was definitely tragic. Uh, I remember hearing that news, and uh, we were actually at a tutoring uh, here at our church, and when it hit. Um, and we heard about it. Everybody was like, ah, you know, was that really, did that really happen? You know, you, yeah. you see the fake things on Facebook and, and all of a sudden you start researching and you start seeing, yeah, there was a crash. 
Kobe was in it. His daughter was in it. Um, and in my mind, I began, and his daughter's a lot older than my kids, uh, but I began thinking of that moment when that was about to happen um, and what they were going through in the moments they shared in the last moments of their life. Um, very tragic, very tough to go through, um, but that was something that, um, you know, a lot of the people in the sports industry and other things have have given condolences to and made causes for, and they've helped out a lot of different things, which is great to see people rally around that. Um, so next up, we're going to talk about the impeachment of President Trump. Uh, this began in December through February 5th, um, and the president was faced the impeachment trial, um, and he was, the, because of the Ukraine investigation, um, he was asked to investigate because of the former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Um, he was ultimately acquitted by this by the Senate on January 5th. They determined that there was no wrongdoings. Um, it was just the president doing presidential duties, yep. um, which has happened um, as far as we can go back. Um, I've read the JFK book. I've read um, the book about, or I'm reading through the book of Lincoln. And the president's job is to talk to other countries and to sort of negotiate. I mean, we have uh, reports of Obama that did that uh, with Iran. And, uh, you know, there was no impeachment trial done there. So, uh, Bryson, what's your thoughts on that? Well, the president was just trying to do his job. It's a sad day in America whenever um, Nancy Pelosi... um, um, just, just the entire deep state, really. Adam Schiff, the Adam Schiff was really the biggest ringleader of this whole thing. But it's a sad day when you have to go looking for witch hunts over a phone call it, that was just a perfect normal phone call. Um, and, and we're seeing actually now the uh, things being uncovered about Joe Biden and his son Hunter in Ukraine, in China, in other places. So this phone call really was necessary. Mm-hmm. And um, so really they just needed an excuse to be able to impeach President Trump because ultimately he's getting rid of the swamp in North Carolina, I mean, not North Carolina, <laughs> in uh, Washington, D.C. And so um, they're, they're, they don't like him because he's actually a president that's doing his job and doing it like a president should. And so they needed a, an excuse to get rid of him. And so impeach him over a phone call and uh, make up transcripts and, and read them crazy, sort of like Adam Schiff did. But it was just, in my opinion, it was a total witch hunt. And we see where it led. He was ultimately acquitted in the Senate. But so that's where uh, that's what happened with that. The next thing is the obvious of 2020, uh, and that is the COVID-19 pandemic that really it started back in they call it COVID-19 for 2019 because it started back in China. Uh, I, I believe it was Wuhan um, in December, and it really didn't, re- uh, you know, cause that big of a problem here in America until about February. So on our date, that's why it's in this order. But um, around February, that's when we started, you know, waking up. You know, this is something that's kind of serious. You know, we need to uh, start making precautions. That's when the whole entire uh, social distancing thing started. People are trying to figure this thing out. This is something we've never experienced before. And so that's really when this all kicked in, James. Yeah, and I guess we're done with the show there because COVID-19 was was that's, that's all. That's 2020. No, I'm just yeah. joking. Yeah. Uh, after COVID-19 <laughs> happened, uh, which has resulted in uh, 750,000, over, over 750,000 deaths, and more than 20 million people have, re- have gotten it. Um, Right after that, I guess if you follow along, you can go ahead and see that the stock market crashed 
Um, of course, COVID-19 hit, hit, the coronavirus happened, and it triggered a global recession as numerous countries went into lockdown. The Dow Jones Industrial Average suffered the worst single-day drop ever in the history of the stock market on March 9th. Um, I told myself that I would not look at my retirement. I would not look at my retirement. I would not look at my retirement. And I looked at my retirement, and I lost um, a substantial amount of money that day. And uh, it was a tough time looking at it and looking at what was going on. Uh, But the stock market has came back since then, um, and and a lot of people got scared. uh, But it's now higher than it's ever been. I think we hit over 30000 just the other day, which is the highest it's ever hit in the history of the stock market. Uh, So it's crazy just, just in a couple of months. Uh, our economy has bounced back that quick, and uh, I can't go down the road a single, almost a single mile in Alexander County without seeing some sign saying that some industry or some company is hiring. Yep, and they're, uh, the crazy thing is when people say they can't find a job, and I see these signs, and they're putting now, uh, some of our furniture manufacturers are putting like $1,500, $2,000 signing bonuses. Like, hey, we just want you to come work, and if you come work, we'll give you $1,500 on the spot. I'm like, dude, if I was looking for a job right now, I would be going to one of those places. Yeah. So our economy is coming back. It's coming back strong, um, but we see that. What's What we got next here? So next up, we have the, uh, well, uh, the death of George Floyd. Uh, that occurred on May 25th. All of you probably remember that. That was really a big time. Uh, that led to uh, pretty much civil unrest throughout the country. We've, uh, I would say the protests and the riots and things have sort of slowed down at this point, but um, this summer, this happened in May. So pretty much the majority of the year, you've been seeing these massive protests, these massive riots uh, out in our major cities throughout the country um, that were uh, caused by the death of George Floyd. I'm sure many of you have seen the video, and uh, you have your own opinion about it, you know, who was in the wrong doing, what went on there. But that was really a big thing because then that led to things uh, – as far as civil justice and, and just certain things um, on a widespread, um, you know, uh, what am I looking for? I'm looking for some kind of word, and I can't fill it in. Yeah, widespread uh, just <laughs> gathering of just craziness. Yeah, it's just um, it led to people saying, okay, well, we've got problems uh, systemically that we need to solve, which really systemically wasn't uh, the case there, but it really just led to a lot of, a lot of chaos, really, uh, throughout the country. Yeah, a lot of chaos, um, and you know they've they've had those autonomous zones uh, that have absolved because they've realized that um, they can't do it. They they can't do that inside of a world uh, that is living completely different. Um, you know, in my mind, I can't understand how someone, a group of people, anyone, can go in and, and burn down someone else's business because someone had died. I, I just don't understand that. Um, how we're punishing uh, good law-abiding citizens for the wrongdoings of a couple of men who are in investigation right now, and the law's going to prevail. I, I, have, I believe in the, the system. I believe in the election system. I believe in the Justice Department. I believe in these things, so I can put my faith in understanding that these police officers in the killing of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, um, and Breonna Taylor will be brought to justice. Um, and so that's sort of where we go from there. Uh, next up, we'll look at the uh, the brought uh, about of Joe Biden becoming the Democratic nominee for president. Um, and so we see that he becomes the oldest white man to ever be put 
in the Democratic Party for president, the party that claims that they are for diversity, that they are for inclusion, uh, that they are for all these things, they pick the oldest, whitest man possible. Um, and I'm, I'm saying that a little tongue-in-cheek because the entire Democratic convention, that's what they said. Yep. Look at our stage. Look how diverse we are. Look at how we've got an LGBTQ guy. We've got a black woman. We've got a black man. We've got They, they began throwing out all these uh, pronouns to define who these people were, the identity politics. And we're going to talk about that in one of our shows coming up. Um, but they began discussing and saying, hey, we're so diverse. We're so great. We're going to put a candidate out there. And what did they do? They put a candidate out there that described the swamp. It just, he describes what they were saying that we didn't need. Yeah, that we don't need this anymore, so we're going to put this guy as our presidential nominee. So I, I don't know. I'm a little, uh, you know. They, they claim um, no more white men. Yeah. No more old white men in office except for Joe Biden. We need more women in office except for Amy Coney Barrett. We need more uh, blacks, African Americans in office except for black conservatives. So it's really a lot of hypocrisy in there. But um, if Joe Biden were a Republican, he would be the biggest racist in the country. And so that's that's the thing there, because he just like I said, he describes exactly what they were saying in the whole entire convention yeah. of what we didn't need. Yeah. So. When when we were going through that whole and we're we're being a little sarcastic right now. We, we're we're, we're yeah. just talking about it, hoping that you understand we're not trying to be mean or, or hurtful to anybody. Or influencing. Yeah. We do not influence you here. <laughs> but we want to understand when we were when we were talking about who was going to be the next president, I remember sitting down with a couple people, and I remember a guy saying, we, the Democrats, will not put Joe Biden there because he's not gay enough and he's not black enough. I remember them saying that. Uh, but yet now we see him as their president nominee, and then we'll see later on. Uh, what happens there. Uh, and then in August 4th, we had the Braveheart explosion. Um, this was an explosion that happened um, across the other side of the globe. Uh, and this was a massive explosion that was on August 4th that was uh, an accidental detonation of 2,750 tons of amonite nitrate that killed at least 190 people and thousands of other people. Um, and so that was a huge, horrible explosion. Um, this was at Lebanon's capital. Uh, what, what's your thoughts there, Bryson? Well, I remember uh, where I was when this happened, and uh, we were actually on vacation. And, uh, we were at the beach, and my dad looks at me, and he was like, watch this. And I was like, what is it? And I, he sh- uh, showed me. I believe it was on Twitter or something like that. And it was it was crazy. Like, the explosion, I was like, that looks like an attack. Like, that doesn't look like something that just – happens I, I know people were saying this is fireworks this is you know this and that and then people were saying uh, this is a an attack from so and so or whatever but it was they said you could hear and and feel the blast from miles away and so it's just really crazy to me how something like this happened and you watch the video i'm sure you've watched the videos or uh, seen pictures of the aftermath of it and it's real it was really a 2020 thing to happen mm-hmm. that's going to be you know Real quick, that's going to be the new term is they're going to say, man, that's so 2020. That's so 2020. So Love 2020. It. Love it. All right. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, the death of RBG Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, this was a trailblazing lady who set the agenda for many different things. Uh, she set the, the agenda for the gender equality. Uh, she was only the second woman ever appointed to the highest court in the land. 
Um, and she died on September 18th at the age of 87. Um, and so she was a great lady. Um, she was a very prominent lady. A lot of people knew her um, and looked up to her. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that Donald Trump put another woman in that same seat. Uh, not that he had to put a woman in that seat. It's not a woman's seat. He could have put a woman in for Gorsuch or, or any of those other guys. He didn't have to put a man. He had to put a woman. But I'm glad that he did choose a woman to fill that seat. Uh, and now the third ever woman that's been appointed to the highest court in the land, Amy Cody Barrett, uh, was shortly after that appointed to the court. Interesting fact, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Bill Clinton was the one who put RBG on the court. Yep. Um, and so that was a long time ago. So she served the court for a very long time, very heavily influenced in a lot of things. Yeah, she, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg really left, uh, although I, I didn't necessarily agree with how she voted on certain things and, and, you know, how she handled certain things, but as far as the uh, gender equality and, and for the future of women in the highest court, um, I think I think it is good that uh, Amy Coney Barrett was uh, filled her seat. I know she had said that she wished uh, or hoped that uh, Trump did not fill her seat, obviously, because she was hoping after the election Joe Biden would be uh, become president-elect and fill her seat with some uh, radical liberal. But, you know, I think as that it's a woman, and uh, I do think she follows the Constitution well, and so I think that's a good um, someone to fill in for her and uh, the legacy that she left behind. Yeah. So the Number next, nine. Yeah, number nine. Uh, number nine. This is like one of them YouTube countdown videos. <laughs> now, um, so the number nine, we have the uh, obvious, the historic and perhaps controversial uh, election, one of the most uh, historic in, in American history, I would say, um, that really lasted for multiple days. I don't think we knew anything on November 3rd. Uh, no. There's a lot of controversy that goes along with it. We're still talking about it today. We're still uncovering things today. And so we'll probably be going on to this even after after. Um, 2020 is over into 2021 we'll we'll probably be uncovering things for many years to come about this yeah the election was definitely a crazy night crazy week uh for a lot of americans i know for me you know i i I watched it for a long time and i followed it we talked about it on the show for several different episodes um and it will definitely be one that goes down in history and that's why we're talking about these things we want to document history we want to make sure that people don't forget about these big things that happened in 2020. A lot of times uh, a big pandemic like COVID-19 hits and we forget about the death of Amy Coney Barrett. We forget about the Beirut explosion. We forget about the George Floyd. We forget about these things. And so we're wanting to remind you um, about some of this historical things. I'm just going to correct James real quick. Amy Coney Barrett did not die. That was oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I didn't want people to attack wow. us for that. Did not well, want people to attack uh, us. You know, just thinking like <laughs> that, I do speak off the cuff sometimes. Uh, but thank you for that, Bryson. And so it was <laughs> not RBG, trying to be smart. not, not ACB. To be smart, uh, <laughs> so, yes, we want to do that. And then the last bit of news that we're going to mention that was in the headlines will be Joe Biden becomes president-elect, according to the media. And so on November 7th, he defeated President Trump. Um, in the prediction, the projection of media. Um, And then in just a couple of, when this comes out, it'll be next week, I believe, uh, when they will actually declare him president-elect. And so right now that he is not president-elect, he's he's that based on the media. uh, But once the um, electors 
uh, cast their vote and we go through because there's still legal battles going on. Trump's going to continue to fight up until the day he can. Um, we're going to see uh, that that happened. And I'm, I'm sure that they're going to elect him president-elect. I don't see anything right now that, that Trump has done or, or done anything to be able to overturn that. And so he's got the votes to propel him to victory. Um, and then one of the most contentious elections um, in our modern history time that goes back, um, probably the last one that we would say was like this would have been the Bush-Gore election. We've, we've compared that a little bit, um, but that was 20 years ago. So uh, we'll see where this goes and how it looks. And then I think we've got one more news item. I know we said 10, uh, but we feel this one is a, is a good number 11 uh, to, to, to sort of talk about. Bryson, what, what do you think I think, think it it's the best thing that happened in 2020. Oh, and that was, come on. So there was these two guys. And, okay. Okay, their names were James Schaefer and Bryson Davis. Okay, come on. Yeah, so on October 2nd, they decided to sit down with two microphones that they purchased at Walmart. Yes, sir. Not advertisement, by the way. <laughs> and to uh, record a podcast called the Christian Politics Podcast. Mm, and they, yeah. they've enjoyed doing it, and it's been really fun. And so... This is the end of 2020, and we're looking forward to 2021 because we have a lot of fun doing this. But yeah. I think that right there might just be the greatest thing that happened in 2020. And it's not going to be on the news article, the New York Post. No. Um, you know, they they follow big things. We're following local things, local politics, yeah. local the good things. The things that matter. Yes, yes. Things and that so, matter to you. Uh, we, you, you know, know we want matter. you to let us know what you're thinking. Send us an audio thing um, on, <laughs> on Anchor FM. Send us an email. Uh, we've had some great guests this last year. I want to thank all of our guests for coming on the show uh, in our first season of it. And season two will start in 2021. And uh, we've got some other guests lined up. We're going to bring some of those ones from last year that have done a phenomenal job. Uh, we're going to be talking to them about coming on and doing another episode. Um, and so continue to pray for us. Continue to help us as we um, give you the news, as we reflect on some of these things. And uh, so I'm going to close this in prayer. And then we will be done with 2020. Father, we want to come and thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to be able to to just look at these events and, and reflect on humanity as we look at the religious freedom that we have. And we look at all the, the different topics that we've talked about in 2020 over these last 13 episodes. Uh, Father, we just want to allow you to work in our lives, work in our country, work in our communities and we just thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Pray that you'll help us to follow you in everything that we do. Thank you for this platform and allowing us to share uh, this this news and be able to talk with, about religion on the air, freedom, uh, with, with complete freedom and not have the, the uh, oppression of persecution. So, Father, we just want to thank you again. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yep. So... Always, you know, reach out to us, as we said, and I guess until 2021. We'll have see a, you next time. Have a great, have a great rest of the year. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Have a Christmas. Happy New Year. And happy believe- Hanukkah for our Jewish folk. Yep. And Kawanza and all the rest of the Kwanza. holidays. And uh, we want to thank you for listening. And like and share this. Let us know what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy. And until next time, God bless. God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by FYBY. If you enjoyed the content, please leave a rating or review and check out our Facebook page for more content.